Wrong Notes! Welcome to So Many Wrong Notes. This is Jeanette and... Francis. Merry Christmas, everybody, or whatever holiday of your choice. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Yeah. We don't want to um, exclude anyone. The funny thing is, is that I never say Merry Christmas, except for like 30 seconds ago when I said Merry Christmas. You've never said it to anyone? Well, I mean, I don't... I mean, I say it to people who I know you know celebrate christmas but i just normally just say happy holidays yeah that's how i sign off my cards and stuff um so first off how are you i haven't talked to you in a while i know it's been a while i i'm doing pretty well semester at juilliard just wrapped up Yay. on wednesday um i got to play in alice tully hall for the first time and I get to play in Carnegie Hall on Christmas Eve. So Awesome! For what yeah. what reason? Is it like a... Uh, it's an orchestra thing with the New York Strings Workshop. Mm-hmm. New York Strings... Academy? Or... Uh, <coughs> Academy, that's, for, that's what it is. Uh, Jamie Laredo yeah. is uh, conducting, and they're doing a Vivaldi uh, two-violin concerto. Awesome! So... Who's the soloists? It's Jamie Laredo and Pamela Frank. Oh! Both of them are doing really well. Uh, rehearsals, uh, second rehearsal was today, and yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's Vivaldi, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then I also got some exciting news maybe like two weeks ago. Uh-huh. Um, some weird Asian woman down in Virginia invited, <laughs> me, <laughs> invited me back to her some weird summer festival thing. Yeah. I don't remember. I think it's like Garth Vader or something. <laughs> no, it's it's Garth Brooks, the uh, Garth middle-aged Brooks. fat country singer. Wait, is he fat? I don't yeah. even know. I, Heavy I set. Know. I think that's... <laughs> <laughs> he's just larger than life. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, he's spread all the way to a non-profit music center in Virginia. Exactly. Well, but in all seriousness, someone was crazy enough to invite me back to Garth Newell. Yay! And I'm coming back. So, mark your calendars for, what is it, the last week of July into August? Yeah, check out garthnewell.org for the dates. Um, Franny is coming as a guest artist faculty for our Broke Ensemble to do a continual class, to play with them, and it's going to be awesome. And um, I I meant to ask you, do you have a new headshot? But it's kind of too late for that. We kind of just used the one you gave me. That's fine. All I mean, right. I was going to update it in January because mm. I hate my headshot. I hate my headshot so much. Well, you know, we need uh, for the big book. We need a headshot, anyways. I know. Yeah. But I just really hate my the one that you're using because it makes me look like Kim Jong Un. <laughs> you don't have that haircut, so I think you're okay. No one's going to mistake you for a corrupt communist party leader <laughs> <laughs> who apparently likes movies a lot. Yeah. Oh no, that's Kim Jong Il. Oh, sorry, sorry. I think he really likes basketball. Oh, really? That's why he has Dennis Rodman over a lot. Oh, you know, I I never got like why Asian. <laughs> this is I'm I'm gonna have to edit this out. Um, <laughs> I never got why Asian people love basketball so much because we're like notoriously a foot shorter than the rest of the people. <laughs> I just like they're obsessed with basketball. My dad loves it. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's a it's a general rule that short people are obsessed with basketball. Maybe it's like a like a wish fulfillment thing, you know? Maybe. Okay. Well, so you're doing pretty well. Sounds um, like you've got some great gigs coming up. 
Why is that First funny? Carson then Carnegie Hall. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I'm actually I mean, looking more forward to Garth Newell, to be honest. Well, yeah, you should be. So, it's the holiday season, and we haven't had a chance to talk in a while, so we thought we'd do a really quick episode of Stupid Questions. Because we yeah. wanted to make this timely. Exactly. <laughs> mark the season somehow. Mark- also, I was going to ask you, since you have a gig on Christmas Eve, Christmas, notoriously for musicians, is like... A money-making time, <laughs> but it's also a very busy time. Unlike other people, I think. Oh, sorry, I locked Scott out. He's been wanting to go out. Like okay, so I was curious: Have you actually ever had a true Christmas, or were you always working? You know, I've had many Christmases, cause I Christmas I Christmas I I tend to not work in churches. Ah, right. And so I've always had Christmas kind of off. Because I, I kind of thought as a historical performance major that you would have more gigs than others. Just, you know, with the um, handles in the box. Yeah. I mean, usually, though, the handles in the box happen before Christmas. Oh. Like they happen in the month of December. Oh, I see. But they don't really happen during the week of Christmas. Oh, because it's like uh, Christmas carols. They just kind of go up a month early. Something like that, yeah. Or I think they just figure that you'll sell more tickets if you're not performing it on Christmas week. Oh, okay. Because everybody, you know, I don't know, wants to spend time with their family or something. I don't know why. Yeah, that's that's a question I always ask. Yeah. (laughs) How is this relaxing in the least bit? Exactly. (laughs) So, yeah, no, I've had tons of Christmas days off. So yeah, this is the first time that I've had to play something in, on Christmas Eve in a while. I guess maybe two years ago when I was actually working at church, I I had to play Christmas Eve something. Oh, you were so happy during that time. I was. Joyful. <laughs> Full of the light of God. But yeah, no. I mean, how about you? Do you find yourself working on Christmas? Uh, ever since I started at Garth Newell, I have had trouble with Christmas because we have these New Year's concerts. So, uh-huh. ostensibly, we start rehearsing on the 27th to get ready for the concerts we put on for New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. And I've never really found a chance to travel. I mean, when I have the first time, it was just so stressful. It was just so busy. And, and mm-hmm. you have to, like, go and you basically go back for a day. And then you drive six, seven hours back. And then you feel like you're not prepared for your rehearsals. And so um, when last year, uh, which was my second Christmas, I decided to not go anywhere. And I actually spent Christmas alone, completely alone. But it was a lot less tiring. And this year, Uh it's always a struggle, though. It's always like, are you coming home or not? Yeah, I mean, it's not easy to actually take Christmas off and be with family now. But that doesn't mean I'm enjoying it less because, you know, like last year, being all alone on Christmas, my neighbor, he knocked on the door and I was like, what is this? Why is he knocking on my door? I open it Uh and he's like this old military guy and he's he's actually gruff, but he's actually very sweet. Um, And he was just like, 
you shouldn't be alone on Christmas. This isn't right. This ain't right. Like, here, do you, do you want some pot roast? My wife made some pot roast. And I was like, no, it's okay. And then uh, 10 minutes later, he comes back with like a bag of cookies. Oh my God. Just like, he's like, here, no, it's not right. You shouldn't be alone. He kept on saying that. And I was like, you know, I didn't feel sad and like <laughs> really forlorn until you mentioned it. <laughs> I was having actually a pretty good time, like not entertaining people. Yeah, yeah it was uh, it was interesting. It's interesting how people think that it's so sad to be alone during the holidays. Um, Sometimes it's not. It's actually like my favorite thing. <laughs> we know That's this. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, we're so enculturated to think that like. We have to have family and we have to be around loved ones, which makes all the people feel bad. And I don't think they should. Like, it's just something that um, if you're alone, you're alone and you should feel just as happy because you've developed a happiness for yourself. Yeah. There are lots of versions of happiness other than the Hallmark version. How about that? Yeah. I mean, I I love pajamas. I love being able to, like, set my own hours. (laughs) And uh, eat really weird things like cereal, (laughs) just cereal out of the bag for hours. Anyways, um, yeah, well, that leads into my next question. Did we say this is a stupid questions episode? Yeah, I did. Okay, earlier. I'm sorry. Um, The next stupid question is most Asian families I know, because of my own experience, don't really have holiday traditions like Americans do. You know, with mm-hmm. the tree and the decorations and the stuff. Do you have Christmas traditions or do you not? Christmas traditions, not so much. But we do have a new... Uh, Koreans are big on New Year's. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Like, is it so, a bigger deal than Christmas? Um. Well, in my family it is. I don't know about other families. I vaguely also, remember many... this from my yeah. friend's childhood. Huh. But... As a kid, New Year's is great because um, the whole family gathers together and you wish all the adults, you know, in a very respectful way, a happy new year in a very formal Korean phrase. Uh-huh. And you do a special little bow. You know, you get on your knees and you put your head down. and Oh. And, but you go through this rigmarole for, because at the end... They give you an envelope. Oh, money, right? And in that envelope is cash. Yeah. I, I love... We have Chinese New Year's. I don't know. It doesn't happen at the same time as uh, actual New Year's here in the States. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the same with you? Um, No. Well, I mean, we just... At least my family just does it on, you know, Western New Year. Oh, okay. Um, but it's, it's the same... It's pretty much the same tradition, right? Do you get red envelopes? No, oh, okay. we don't do that. It's just cash straight up. <laughs> it's just, well, I mean, we, in an envelope, sometimes put into a card. Usually it's a Christmas card. <laughs> oh, my God. And, yeah, that's what we do. I guess I kind of thought, and I don't have statistics to back this up, but I kind of thought more Koreans were Christian than Chinese people. And that's... Probably true. Probably? Okay. Yeah. So I, I kind of thought maybe there is more of a Christmas tradition because of that whole Christian background of Christmas. I am... I don't... Well, I can I can only speak for my family. Mm-hmm. My family 
Christmas is not a big deal. Yeah, I mean, so. I don't remember having a tree ever. No, we had a fake tree, um, but I think they only put it up like once in my childhood. I only remember that once. And then successive years, we just didn't bother. Yeah, no, I think that my family was sort of the same. We had a fake tree that we put up for a while and then it suddenly disappeared. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I I think we even like went out to see movies sometimes. We, we celebrated huh. Christmas like Jewish people celebrate, as in... They go around normal life and they go to Chinese restaurants and they have movies on uh, Christmas Day. What can be better than that? Oh, yeah. And Chinese restaurants are open on Christmas Day. So that yeah. shows you how much tradition we have. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So your turn. Okay. Um, what was the worst piece of career advice that you've ever gotten? Oh, so this is not a Christmas related question. No. I wasn't thinking in this season. <laughs> a worst piece of career advice. Um, All right. You know what? Hold on. No, no, no. Fine. <laughs> okay, fine, uh, okay, fine. Fine. No, no, no. Answer the question. Oh, well, I have to think about this. Um, okay, fine. Oh, okay. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> Here, why don't you sing the people a Christmas carol while I think about this? <laughs> while I'm used. No, I'm not going to do that. There hasn't been something, like, significantly bad. I mean, I've gotten a lot of bad advice in terms of, like, tepid, non-helpful things that people say. I think anything along the lines of you have to be aggressive and you have to, like, really act like this unlikable person in order to get ahead. Like, act, like, very forward and annoying and just like push your way to the top because that's the way uh. they do it that's the way they do it it's just the way life is i don't like that advice i actually highly dislike it because i think that it's important to be always a good person to act in a good way and it will actually get you further i think like if you're a good person you're actually going to get further and yeah, yeah. like those annoying people who get the gigs and they push their way to gigs through like other means than musical skill are actual skill and we've talked about this like it it kind of pisses you off that they get ahead but in the end the reputation of how you are will will surface like it's just like that spreads more i think than like your your so-and-so resume i think like if you act really annoying music world is small and people talk about how annoying this person is and how much they just like don't deserve blah 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 because they just talked a big game or they lied or they like stepped on somebody else or they did something kind of shady that i think has more hold so i think it's important to just like act in an, in a way with integrity and just like not be shitty so yeah. i hate it when people tell me that you have to be shitty to get ahead <laughs> yeah. Um, I hate it when people tell me I have to be shitty to get ahead. That's a lot of words. Yeah. I guess it could. How about just like shitty? <laughs> Don't be shitty. <laughs> Don't, Don't shit be on people. <laughs> Keep your diarrhea to yourself. Speaking of book titles. Yes. <laughs> you're going to publish a book. I am? For the holidays. Yeah. I am? What? Well, 
I mean, as a hypothetical situation. Oh, oh, you're asking another question. Okay. Yes, I'm right. asking another question. I've moved on. <laughs> I see. Come on, Jeanette. I, I'm just a little <laughs> slow right now. You're going to publish a book for the holiday season. Okay. Okay. What is that book about, and what are you going to call it? Oh, jeez. Okay. How about a book that is about Christmas carols? <laughs> You know, those, like, I, I find it fascinating, those books, like, there's social, or cultural anthropology, is that what they call it, technically? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, like, I, I love seeing, like, what is the weird history of a carol, um, and why it got popular, and sort of, like, throughout the, throughout the eras, like, how it waxed and waned in popularity. I think that would be fun. And sort of in Victor Borgi's style, if I could ever ever pull that off that would be my <laughs> that would be my ideal to like have a book that has like interesting information like factual information that isn't all made up and uh still be funny yeah yeah sounds like a book i would read while i poo while you poo exactly i my yeah. goal is that it is a poo book our <laughs> our toilet book <laughs> yes I think that's the best somebody can ask for, really. Um, uh, yeah, I agree. I kind of want to ask you that question, too. Just, Throw it back I mean, me. this won't count as one of my questions because that's cheating. But I'm just curious. I, I, I would don't like know. to know. <laughs> <laughs> Even though you pulled it out of your ass. Yeah, I did pull okay, it out of okay. my ass. I'm itching my back right now. Do you know that there's like a disease in where you can itch through your skin and your bone? There's a How Stuff Works episode on itching. It was a true story, this horrifying story of like a woman who itched and she couldn't stop itching because it was like always there, just persistent like psychological itch. And she literally itched through her head to her brain. Oh my God. Like her brain started oozing out. It was like the most horrifying thing I've ever heard. Yeah. And I think that will, <laughs> that's a good segue into answering your question. I think yes, I yeah, would yeah. like to write... <laughs> I would like to write like a really disgusting like non-Christmassy book like weird weird facts like that like disgusting like almost like a Ripley's believe it or not kind of thing oh okay yeah I mean that's I mean, interesting that we're doing compilation books both yeah like, that's what we leap to for holidays I know well it's kind of interesting because I think when I was in high school mm-hmm I had this weird tradition that on Christmas Eve, I would read Frankenstein all the way through. Okay. <laughs> and I don't know why. Oh, just... because it's rebirth. It's like the birth of Christ. <laughs> I mean, it makes perfect sense. Sure. You're creating new life. Yeah. But I'm always like more drawn to something kind of darker in Christmas. I don't know why. And it's also the Immaculate Conception. I mean, there was well, no sex to hold have on a that minute. birth. Hold on a minute. Oh, as yeah. as a as a good Catholic boy, you are using the Immaculate Conception wrong. Am I? Yes. The How? Immaculate Conception. What <laughs> immaculate. do you think the Immaculate Conception refers to? Um, the fact that she didn't have to be de-virginized. When that, uh, no, that is just pregnant? the virgin birth. An Immaculate oh. Conception uh-huh. is. The fact that Mary was born without sin. Seriously? Yeah. 
You mean, you're telling me throughout her entire life, she never sinned once. That's the Immaculate Conception. That's what Catholics believe. Original sin, everybody is born with original sin. That's Everyone's born our, a sinner, yeah. That's uh, what we've inherited from Adam and Eve. Right. Okay? But Mary's conception was immaculate because she was born without original sin. What a long game plan. Jeez. No. Yeah. So I had to that... think about this for years. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so since we've cleared up the Immaculate Conception, I think it's your turn to uh Huh. Ask That's kind of cool. I didn't think I'd learn something new. Well, you know what? During this I, taping. I'm, I'm a doctor. Are you really? Yeah. Dr. Phalanges. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, right now, tell me all the tabs that are open on your computer. All the tabs that are open on my computer. Um, I've got Skype open. Okay. I've got my iMessage open. Oh, um, gross. Yeah, I've got my Logic open. And I've got Safari open. I'm sorry, that's really all I've got. You have it's no tabs on Safari that are interesting? You can you can you can leave out the Pornhub tab. That's okay. I don't have. I mean, h- hold on. Let me open up my Safari and see what tabs I've got because I don't remember. I don't have any because I tend not to use my computer. Here, you know what? I'll go to Safari on my phone and uh, I'll show you what tabs I've got open. Oh, this is turning out to be boring. Failed question. New question. Hold on. <laughs> hold on now. All right. I, I still want to tell you. Okay, here we okay. go. All right. I've got a biography of Rebecca Harris Warwick, who's a musicologist at Cornell. Mm. I've got uh, the CAS Central Authentic... Authentic... <laughs> I've got CAS Central Authentication Service for the Juilliard website. I've got JSTOR open. And, oh my uh, God! <laughs> JSTOR, my search there is dance and drama and French Baroque music. I've got Armid open and Grove music. I've got Jewel oh, Cat Plus databases. I've got uh, Mufat Georg on Grove what? music. I've got uh, digitized manuscripts of the British Library. I've got the MTA New York City Transit Subway line, and then I've got the IMSLP for the Vivaldi Concerto that I'm playing. Did you did you really just read that off in order to like show people how dutiful and diligent of a scholar you are? No, I just did that to spite you because you thought, and also to reveal how really incredibly dorky and uninteresting I am. Wow, such a disappointment. Okay, <laughs> fine. I'm asking another question. Fine, ask I, another I reneged question. that question. I'll probably leave it <laughs> in though. Um, all right, Die Hard or Home Alone? Oh, I would have to go with Home Alone. What? Home Alone. Why? Because I loved Home Alone. And you like, didn't love Die Hard? Well, As I a didn't Christmas love movie? Die Hard. No. Oh Die God. Hard wasn't even in my consciousness when I was growing up. I think Home Alone was like it. Yeah, and but you this know, isn't like your favorite movies from your childhood this is just well, like I know, which is a better Christmas movie Die I, Hard I'm, I'm still gonna say Home Alone yeah. I like caught it on TV like maybe last year 
And mm. it surprisingly still holds up. Mm. Home Alone 1 and Home Alone 2, do the sequels hold up? You know, I haven't seen the sequel in a long time, but Home Alone okay. 1 still kind of stands up. Yeah, plus, it's like Back to the Future. Yeah, my, plus my it's mind. a John Williams score. Oh I mean, come on. <laughs> Speaking of child actors, actually, uh, you know who turned out really gross? Who? <laughs> really disappointing. Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> oh my god, have you seen him? What he looks no. like now? No. What? Oh, this is horrible. I'm a horrible person. He just, he really uh, did not turn out what one would expect. He was so cute. And now he's just, <laughs> he like has no neck and he looks like a, a character actor of like the most annoying person. Do you know what I mean? Like they're yeah. only going to cast him as the annoying guy. That, like, uh. Yeah. Oh my god, look him up. It's it's kind of shocking. It's okay, I don't care if Haley Joel Osment fans um, <laughs> Well, me. you know, shout out to uh, shout out to Xavier Suarez who Is listens a... to us. And I think oh. he's a huge Haley Joel Osment fan. Is he so, really? So I think he's just going to stop listening to us. Well, I mean... He's oh my had gosh, a really yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's had a really hard time if he really is a fan cuz like that kid has not done anything since since I mean, the, uh... he has an annual screening of The Sixth Sense like it's a big thing for him. You know, I never saw that movie. Really? It's a pretty good movie, Sixth Sense. Well, cuz some jerkwad in 6th grade decided to like tell me the twist ending uh... and then I was just like, "Well, uh, that kind of ruins the entire point of the movie, according to many people. <laughs> and I'm not going to waste my time anymore. <laughs> yeah. By the way, um, Xavier is not a Haley Joel Osment fan. I just made sure. I mean, I know. Up. I figured he's an actual person. That's he is sensible. an actual person. <laughs> I just okay. wanted to give him a little shout out. Shout out to our shout number out. one fan. <laughs> I hope you enjoy your podcast through Google Play. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Ask me another question because I can't think of one. Wait, that's not how this works. I know. but I asked you two in a row, actually. fine. (laughs) (laughs) Fine. Should we? I'll fine. I'll ask you another one. Um, Favorite Christmas carol. Ooh, favorite Christmas carol. Ooh. Mm. I have to be honest that yeah. I really my guilty pleasure is Christmas carols. I love Christmas carols. Wait, really? Yeah. This is great because um I'm having trouble thinking of favorite Christmas carols myself. Really? And and we're actually like hoping to have this like jazz person arrange Christmas carols for piano quartet. Uh-huh. And and who <laughs> can't I can't come up with something I really love besides Carol of the Bells, I guess. Uh yeah. I don't like that one. Really? Um uh, yeah, I don't like Carol of the Bells. It gives you such like ennui though. <laughs> um but favorite Christmas carol. Okay, I think I can here here's a sincere answer. Okay. And then here's sort of a goofy answer. Which one would you like first? Let's go with the sincere first. Yeah, um, always start with sincere. Oh, God. We Three Kings, I think, 
I like that tune. That's a nice tune. Good King Wenceslas is also a really nice one. Oh, you know, I hate that one because I can't pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a great How Christmas. There's a great cheesy Christmas piece by Leroy Anderson. Leroy Anderson, who wrote Sleigh Ride, which is another uh-huh. great piece. But there, there's a Christmas festival overture that Leroy Anderson wrote. Uh-huh. And it's a medley of all these Christmas carols. Oh, cool! And uh, that is actually a pretty good, cheesy... I love that tune. <laughs> yeah. So there's my sincere answer. Wait, though, just for me, can you say Good King... Good King Wenceslas. Wenceslas. Yeah. <laughs> it's like just... Um, Wienerschnitzel. Good King Wienerschnitzel. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. So here's okay. my kind of insincere thing. Oh, which is sort of <laughs> related because I don't know if you know who Richard Egar is. You've told me about him and then um, I didn't know who he was. And uh, and I punched you in the face. Kind of hard to do. Mentally, you punched me in the face. Yeah. Um, right. You need to. No, no, up. you punched me in the boob. <laughs> <laughs> That's so much better. All okay. right. Yes. I punched um, you in the boob. Um, yeah, make me look like a, uh, a horrible person. Anyway. And the joke's on you because I don't have any boobs, so. <laughs> but. Okay. Um, yes. Richard Egar, amazing harpsichordist. I can now count him as one of my teachers. Um, awesome. Which is great. He, um, anyway, he's done a lot of things. But he's okay. a he's a fan of the South Park guys. What what? He the South Park people. Really? Yeah, and so like he and I bonded. He and I bonded over Star Trek and like the Book of Mormon and awesome. Team America World Police. Oh my god. Uh, so it's great. Favorite but, scene: the vomit scene. No, I have not. No, no, the favorite scene of. Cap, uh, Team America. Oh, yeah, we, we talked about that scene. The vomit scene? That's the only scene I remember from that movie. Oh, the vomit scene. Where it uh, just keeps on going and going. You know, I don't remember that. I, I remember the uh, the naughty scene. Anyways. In any um, event. Yeah. There's a okay. South Park Christmas album, which I make what? sure... Yeah, uh, from a long time ago. It's called Mr. Hanky the Christmas Poo. Why does it sound familiar? <laughs> well, I mean, it was very popular when we were in high school. Okay. And, and also, by the way, listening to that uh, album again in 2017. Mm-hmm. Wow. It, we could not get away with that today. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, it was just like one of those things that had so many offensive things. Yeah, I mean, there are things that that are still funny, but then there's also, like... Yeah, the album's called Mr. Hanky's Christmas Classics. There's a lot of, like... Uh, misogynistic. Misogynistic, homophobic, and yeah. and kind of racist jokes that yeah. you could definitely not get away with now. Still sometimes funny, I have to admit. No, it's true. Like, even though it's not that long ago... It's kind of amazing, which is kind of heartening. Cause yeah, it's like, it's true. Wow, we've actually made, a, even though it doesn't feel like it, we have made a lot of change. We have, yeah. You know, so. I always viewed the South Park guys as like being 
democratically um hateful of everything <laughs> like it's just like they make fun of everything it's like yeah. you can't really accuse them of of picking a side nothing's safe that's true that's true and that's sometimes my problem with them anyway but uh, that's my insincere answer is mr hanky's christmas classics which kay. is still sincere because i do love that album right so excellent shoot i was gonna um when you said that richard egar yeah like South Park, that reminded me of um, Robert McDonald revealing to me one day that he liked Family Guy. Or me discovering that he liked Family Guy, which was just mind-blowing. <laughs> which is mind-blowing that he's like, it's a good show. Yeah. Very funny. Very funny. Yes. Uh. <laughs> People who don't know, Robert McDonald is like a very distinguished individual. He's just so sincere and everything he does that like and so highbrow in a mm. way like it's just weird to think that he actually likes shitty action movies and family guy anyways okay anyways um someone recently gave me probably the best christmas gift ever that i've gotten in a while oh some crazy woman down in virginia Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it was called the Shakespeare Insult Generator. Yeah? yeah. Have you used it? I have used it uh, a couple of times, although I don't know. I think I'm just too dorky. <laughs> Everybody's just not into it as much as I am. Wait, really? Oh, that sucks. That's so lame. Yeah. Have you ever been in a situation? Because I know I have, in where I thought a lot about giving somebody a gift i've like spent a long time searching for it and i've gotten them like you know i went through all these hurdles to get them the perfect gift and then they turn around when they get it and they're just like i didn't have time to get you a gift i'm sorry like has there ever been that like unequal situation for you (laughs) (laughs) i have to be honest and i'm the worst gift giver ever like it doesn't enter my brain so yeah. I feel like I'm that person. Like, you bought me a gift. For example, you got me the Shakespeare insult generator. Did I get you anything? No, I got you shit. No, but you got me Sherlock Holmes tattoo thing out of the blue. There was no occasion for it. You just got it for me. Well, because like, I that's saw it, even it was, like, better. perfect for you. That's I, the best. That's the best. Like, you just think of the gifts not in relation to, like, a social obligation to do it. Mm-hmm. You're just like, oh, yes. I will get this because I want to get this for somebody, not because yeah. you have to. But, I mean, I've gotten better about giving gifts, but in my life, I have not been a very good gift giver. I mean, I feel so bad when that happens. But Do you feel bad about this? Because you actually got me a gift first, so I like... Well, I no, 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 no. I actually didn't feel bad about, about this. Good. Okay. Honestly. I was actually... You have no idea how much I'm enamored with, of this book. I was actually <laughs> so excited to bring it <laughs> this this makes me sound like an elementary school student, but bring it to school and call people Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a TA? Because you should definitely do that to all your students. No, I'm not a TA. Uh, but I will. You cold-blooded, dirt-rotten mushrump. Mushrump? mushrump. Like a mushroom plus rump. Yeah. Awesome. It, it's I, no, I'm. I wish I sent that also to myself because. 
So in terms of gift giving, yeah, I only get people things that I want as I well. I totally you know? do the same thing. Yeah, and then I actually got called out on it once. I I like sent an ex of mine. Well, a guy I was dating at the time a care package of like all the things that I really love, like Lolita and like a CD of like <laughs> Brahms symphonies. I did like a bunch of like little snacks and stuff, and then. He, when he got it, I was like, do you like it? <laughs> They're all the things you like. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. So, yeah. which I think is kind of an asshole thing to say, though. <laughs> it is. When somebody gives you a care package, you're just it's, like, oh, yeah, yeah, you should accept nice. it for what you get. Yeah. But it's totally true, though. I totally get people what I want. Like, which is yeah. why I ended up buying the Sherlock Holmes tattoos for myself, too. I'm thinking about actually, I've been making my own furniture and I was thinking about actually using the tattoos on the furniture instead of on myself where it is temporary. Yeah. Whereas on the uh, cardboard DIY things I've been doing, it could be forever. That's true. But um, you should at least save one because I bought a matching pair of those tattoos because I wanted them so much. And when we're at Garth Newell, we should walk around like a gang sign, like with those tattoos. (laughs) No, I, I vaguely remember, like, nixing that idea because I remember you saying you had a matching set and we had to be twinsies or something. I, well, you know what? <laughs> I must have filled that in because I don't think you actually said that. Yeah, I don't think I actually ever said that. I don't think I've ever used the word twinsies, twinsies. in my life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, did twinsies come from onesie? Is that the origin of twinsies? <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, so I can't relate to that situation because I'm a horrible gift giver. Okay. I think I like searching for gifts for people because I think... Uh, well, I mean, I don't yeah, know what it is. I, 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 I love the search for it. Like, yeah. See, I don't like the search for it. Like when I, I like saw the Sherlock Holmes tattoo, just to use you as an example. Yeah. Um, I immediately thought of you. And so I like I like getting gifts that way. Like just seeing something and knowing, oh, yeah. so-and-so is going to love that. I mean, that's a great compliment that like you can actually associate somebody with like something that would be perfect for them. Well, I mean, I was also kind of nervous about sending you the Sherlock Holmes tattoos because you have actual tattoos. Why the hell would you want like temporary <laughs> tattoos? <laughs> no, but see, I don't know if I want to commit to like... Baker Street, so <laughs> I hey, we need to do this. Garth Newell twenty eighteen man. Well we have to have a good place. Like I'm thinking neck tattoo. Oh Yeah. Cause you know, that is the most horrible place to get an actual <laughs> yeah. tattoo. Yeah. So that are hands. Hands are horrible hands, because they're so bony. Yeah. Or maybe we can do one tramp stamp just to see what that looks like. <laughs> You'd have to go with a really short shirt, though. Because, like, how often do you see a guy's tramp stamp? Like, you almost don't. never. Never. But that we'll, we'll wear, like, matching Sherlock Holmes, you know, cutoffs or something. I don't know. Cutoffs? Not cutoffs. You mean midriff tops? Cutoffs what? are shorts. Yeah, I know. I, well, you know. <laughs> belly shirts or whatever the fuck Be- they're called. I don't crop know. Crop tops? Crop, crop tops. Crop top. Crop top. Yeah. <laughs> We'll wear matching, we'll like wear matching tie-dye Sherlock Holmes crop tops. Ew. With matching Why tie-dye? stamps. Why tie-dye? <laughs> I don't See, know. How is that even related to crop top? <laughs> I don't know. 
okay, maybe by the summer, Taida will come back in fashion and this will be fulfilled. <laughs> but that was just a weird segue into what's the best Christmas gift you've ever gotten? Ah, um, well, just as an addendum to the uh, Shakespeare insult book that I got you. Yeah. I was for a while, actually longer than I'd care to admit, debating whether or not I was going to get you that are the Shakespeare insult bandages. Oh my god. Because it was god. just so impractical. I mean, it's got like 12 bandages in the package, so it just seemed like such a waste. Uh-huh. The ridiculousness of it being a bandage. <laughs> like, when are you going to ever, ever like have use for this? <laughs> okay. Anyway, answer my question. What's the best Christmas gift you've ever gotten? <laughs> okay, well, I mean, this is kind of not a funny story, but it's the first thing that popped into my mind. For... Listeners, Franny knows this already, but I spent some time in a hospital when I was in my 20s. And I remember one time that and um, I came home and my brother was there visiting. He had graduated already, but um, he got me a gift <laughs> that still keeps on giving. It's the joy of cooking. <laughs> and it was, it was particularly... Um, Poignant? Yeah. No, it's particularly meaningful because I had such a bad relationship with cooking and with food. And it was sort of like that kind of started me having more of an appreciation for cooking for myself. And his inscription, I, I still remember, it was like, cook much, eat much, be happy. Aww. And it was just very, like, he's a very terse, succinct person, but it was what I, what meant a lot to me at that time. Yeah. And it paired really well with my parents' gift, which was a KitchenAid standing mixer, which I still use yeah. every other day, like, all the time. So, um, that was, yeah, the first thing that popped in my mind with that question. Well, that's a really touching, I mean, in all sincerity, that's a really, that's really I nice. also... Still have them, which is which more is, than I can say yeah, for most gifts. Which is great. I just feel like we can't top that. Let's end the episode. Okay. Hold on just one second, though. I need to go get something. Okay. What? What is this? What are you it's holding? A, it's the Shakespeare insult generator. Oh! I've been carrying it in my bag, seriously, ever since you gave it to me. You fawning, <laughs> naughty-pated pig nut. Pig nut? Yes. Like just one nut, one pig nut. One not pig, pig nut. nuts. Nope, pig nut. Earth nut, an edible tuberous root is apparently what that means. Really? Yeah. That's so cool. So they, they define everything. Oh, yeah. There. They have certain symbols to tell you if Shakespeare invented the word or if if he's only used, <laughs> used it once. I'm sorry, I just turned over pig nut and the, the word there is pin buttock. A def- definition? Narrow or sharp buttock. What? What is a narrow and sharp buttock? I don't know. Just, just like a bony ass? I think so. I think that's really what it means. Oh, as opposed to like the big plump one. Oh my god, there's a lot of buttocks. Quatch buttock? <laughs> I think just the word buttock is, yeah. is great. Fat. Quatch? Qu- quatch? Yeah, quatch. What is quatch? Quatch buttock apparently means fat, squat, wide, fanny. Oh, that's perfect. It sounds like what it is. Yeah. All right. Anyway. I mean, I I should have sent that to myself, too. Okay. (laughs) Puke stocking. 
stocking, like yeah. a, a sock full of puke? No, it's apparently a high-quality, dark-colored legwear. It's not what I thought it would be. Yeah. Anyway, huh. um, I, I, I thought we could end the episode by me calling you some Shakespearean insult. Can we make this a regular segment? Like, at the beginning of every episode, you sort of do a new... It's sort of informative, right? It's like fact of the day or word yeah. of the day. Sure. Shakespearean insult of the day. I think that'd be great. I, I like it. Okay. You finical mouse-eating horseback breaker. Horseback breaker. So mm-hmm. I'm so fat that I actually break the horse's back. Or I'm yes. so mean. No, 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 oh. no, no, no. It's, That's it's the horse- fat. Yeah, you're definitely that. You're <laughs> definitely a horseback breaker. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I have the joy of cooking way too much. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm back to scratching my back, so I guess we should end. I th- <laughs> <laughs> Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. (laughs) I hope you eat a lot of fruitcake. Or not. Do you like fruitcake? Um, (laughs) I think I'm not going to answer that question. As in you hate? Why is it such a loaded question? Like I don't know. I just want It's not to. even like somebody will hate you if you hate fruitcake. I think most people will be like, that's a totally understandable thing for a human being, for a logical human being to hate. I just don't like, I, I, I don't hate fruitcake. I have no opinion on fruitcake. Oh. I'm kind of neutral on fruitcake. That's why. Do you? I've had really bad fruitcake and I've actually had some good fruitcake. You know, one thing I always feel really left out on is when people talk about, like, holiday food. Uh-huh. Like, it's just like, oh, I can't wait for the Christmas ham. Or, well, I don't even know what the Christmas holiday foods are. It's just the fruitcake and holiday ham. That's what I think of. <laughs> but because <laughs> we never have it. And, it was like, we have no turkey on Thanksgiving ever. It's only until I started dating a white boy in which, like, I knew what these <laughs> foods were. <laughs> Well, you know, like the turkey yeah. and the gravy. Yeah. I know. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for listening to us. Have a great, safe holiday season and a happy new year. 